This is ESPN New Hampshire, WGAM, Manchester, WGHM, Nashua. Throws it down. Caught by Boston College. I don't believe it. It's a touchdown. (laughs) The Eagles win it. Unbelievable. I don't believe it. Phelan is at the bottom of that pile. Here comes the Boston College team. He threw it into the end zone. There was no time left on the clock. The ball went between two defensive backs of Miami. Jack McNell is the only person over there on the sidelines. He couldn't get the headset off fast enough. Doug Flutie has done it. And your heart goes out to Bernie Kosar, who did everything he could. And like we said, it went down to the last at bat. This is... uh... This is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. Love to eat turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Love to eat turkey. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey. To eat so good. That clapping's messing my head up, man. <laughs> I appreciate it, but I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks, anyways. for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey then I take Thanksgiving. It's Krejci to Krug, the drive, Savory Montfaka scores! Oh, they've seen that so many times before! Berglund at the blue line, the shot saved by Rash to rebound, Portuzo scores! Upshaw wrists it down the ice. The siren sounds, and Jake Allen bricks up the front of his net to lead the Blues to a 4-2 come-from-behind win against the Brewers. It was a pretty good game, Dale. Now we try to find out what's the matter with Zidane Ochari in a very busy stretch of the season. I fell off my moped and I got a bruise. 
and the buns in the toaster. I'll never take down my Cheryl Teague's poster. <laughs> Wrap the turkey up in aluminum foil. My brother likes to masturbate with baby oil. <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. only had one eye. Turkey for the girls and turkey for the boys. My favorite kind of pants are corduroys. Gobble, gobble, goo, and gobble, gobble, giggle. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving here from the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. I am your host, Jimmy Murphy, Justin Sullivan, working the boards. That's classic there. You know what's even more classic, though, Justin, was a clip we played coming in right before that. The Hail Mary. Oh, yeah. Doug Flutie, the Hail Mary. 32 years ago today. You weren't even alive, were you? Oh, no. I've heard the I've heard the story multiple times. My dad's a graduate of BC seventy four, so he's okay. I grew up. A, My dad was seventy two. I grew up a BC fan. You know that's mm-hmm. just, me too. Just how it is, and he was my idol growing up. I, Doug Flutie. I've I've heard plenty being of, in them all five stories. six and nothing. You know, like yeah. he was he was hope for us little guys <laughs> playing sports. <laughs> yeah, yep. That was Doug Flutie, man. He's hope for the midgets. You know. Yeah. And uh, I grew up going to all those games. I was at the Cotton Bowl. That year when they, they beat Houston. Nice. Um, but I was in Disney World on that day, 32 years ago today. Wow. All right. And I believe it was, it was the Friday after Thanksgiving. They have that, you know, tons of college football on. Pouring rain. It was a hurricane all throughout. It was like a borderline hurricane throughout yeah. Florida. And there we are sitting in our little villa in Disney World. I'm with my mom and my grandma and my, my sister and my brother. And I'm really into the game. But before the game started, we get a call the night before from my uncle, who's down in Miami with a bunch of his BC buddy. They went to BC as well. And he's down there, and he's got an extra ticket. <laughs> and he says, bring him down. We'll get, we'll get him in a game. Yeah. And she says, let me get this straight. You want me to let my 10-year-old son Go down to Miami, <coughs> excuse me, to the Orange Bowl, which is not the best part of Miami at yeah, the time. Yeah, Not a pretty area. <laughs> uh, and tailgate <laughs> with a bunch of early 30s guys that are going to start drinking at about 7 in the morning for a, a 1 p.m. game. You really want that? Sounds like you, a, a life lesson. Yeah, you, you, you think I'm going to do that, huh? <laughs> and, of course, she didn't let me go. So there we are. The end of the game, you know, it looks like they lost, and Kozar's sitting there getting hugs, and everybody's talking about him now, and, and people are saying, oh, it's all, you know, nice effort by Flutie, but whatever, he's going to lose this one. And my mom says, see, it's all good. You, you would have wasted your time being down there. You lost. You would have been heartbroken down there, and you'd be sitting in the pouring rain. Yeah. And I said, it's not over, Mom. <laughs> this is Doug Flutie you're talking about. 
And boom. Yeah. Nailed it. And we just looked. <laughs> my grandmother and I looked at her, and she's like, I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's best if I walk out right yeah. now. Yeah, but it was uh, that was that's probably one of my favorite sports memories as a kid. It, it really is, and it's every Thanksgiving I think of it. And uh, somebody tr- tweeted it. This guy Ron from Las Vegas that follows me tweeted it. Uh, I was sitting getting a haircut down the street here on Main Street at Supercuts. Yeah, highly suggest go by there. Uh, Andrea, the manager and the, the the hairdresser to cut my hair. She's she's awesome. So highly suggest go by there and get a cut if you need one. Uh, and I'm sitting there and I'm I'm watching it. As I'm getting my cut, and she's yeah. like, what are you doing? I'm, like, I'm watching one of the best sports clips of my childhood. It's here. my childhood. Yeah. I'm watching my childhood right now. I'm almost holding back yeah. tears, <laughs> yeah. and it, it, was, it, was, it was fun. But uh, lots of sports to talk about. It's Thanksgiving. We had hockey last night. We got the Celts in Brooklyn tonight, and, of course, tomorrow, tons of uh, pro football, the annual Thanksgiving games. Uh, of course, tons of high school football the thanksgiving games and we will have the thanksgiving bowl coming to you live here on espn oh, yeah. new hampshire right after the stretch run which will end at 5 30 to make way for that game uh and segue into it uh i think the game begins at six six o'clock all right so we'll have the pregame at 5 30 who do we got on the call there uh is it nick no it's not nick um I it's good to yes- see Nick back, by the way. Yes, I met him yesterday. I missed him. He's a legendary. He does it every year. I forget what it, I completely forget his name. Oh, was. the guy that was in here doing the recordings yes, with yes. you. Yes, he's a legendary. He does it every so year. So legendary, he forgot his name. That's yes, nice. exactly, right? Yeah, good, good of me. But well, yeah. we apologize that we don't. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll have we'll have the game here for you, so stay tuned All for covered. that. Uh, Nashua North and South, the Purple Knights, they're going to win it? Panthers. Purple Panthers. Yes. I'm thinking of Holyoke. <laughs> I lived in Holyoke for six years. You're thinking of actually the... Uh, the Las Vegas Knights as well. They're the Golden Knights. <laughs> yeah. You could forget the golden part of that, by the way. It's not It's not the golden. It's, it's not going to stick? No, the Vegas Knights. It's a yeah. play on words. Perfect. Yeah. So. so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Panthers that was Titans, uh That was something there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll get it. I'm sure we'll get it yeah. today. Yeah. By the way, you are listening to Stretch Run. I am your host, Jimmy Murphy. That is Justin Sullivan, my wonderful board op here in, uh, on a Thanksgiving Eve Wednesday in the Nashua area. Uh, if you're out and about right now, I feel for you. Turn around, go home, <laughs> put us on your uh, tuning app or your computer and uh, crack open the beers or the wine or whatever your fancy is and relax. Because I'm telling you, I could feel it building up coming over here. As I said, I was getting a haircut down the other end of Main Street and it took me 40 minutes to get down to this side of Main Street where we are, which should be a three-minute ride. Yeah, I, I, I kid you not. 40 minutes. And the ways kept like... Go this way, go that way, go yeah, that yeah. way, go this way. And then finally I said, Arr! Yeah. <laughs> I just went to CVS and I waited it out a bit and I got back in and I got here. Jeez, 40 minutes. And that's, then I made bad. Tom King sick to his stomach. <laughs> with Apparently. The, the delicious I was saying, I, beef I, basil. I don't think it smells I, that it bad. It doesn't smell bad at all. I don't even know why he's... I think Tom needs to... Tom's got some sensitive... He's sensitive I to... When it's you, all in his head. When you change the heat, when you change the temperature in here, he freaks out. He needs a, smell. Food, a food psychologist is you know? what he needs. Yeah, because Christian feels nothing. Christian doesn't feel anything. Yeah. He doesn't feel temperature. Which doesn't scares me. smell anything. <laughs> he, has, he has no senses at all. And Tom King's over there freaking out about everything. I mean, the world could end tomorrow. Christian would not. Christian would have no idea. He'd be here. He'd, He'd still be sitting here. in his sweatshirt, <laughs> looking up things on Barstool. Yeah. <laughs> yes, finding, finding his next can I finish. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Las Vegas has a hockey team. The 31st yeah. NHL team announced last night. Debacle. The, <laughs> not, why did they take the loss out? You notice that? So it's the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes. And I really, I felt for Bill Foley. I've met him. He's a, he's a wonderful gentleman, the, uh, the owner of the Vegas Knights. 
Golden. See, I already forgot the golden. See, exactly. You were right. I it's, already did it. It's not because it's a play on words. It's yeah. a beautiful play on words. They're trying to keep out the gambling part of it. Now, but do, they, we, do we have that clip? Yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah. Well, let, let's get right into it, and then I'll get to the guest list, and we'll, we'll get the show going here. This is some comedy. So this was, it was a big countdown. NHL Network went live to it, NHL.com. There were 3,000 fans there outside the T-Mobile, T-Mobile Center in Las Vegas. And, you know, they had the GM, the owner. For some reason, they got this guy from, like, Channel 8 in Vegas. I don't know. He must have connections there. Um, but he was straight out of, like, uh, what's the movie with Ron Burgundy? Oh, uh, oh, oh, come on. Oh, uh, uh, Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah. He was, like, an Anchorman yeah. guy. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And so there they are. They put this video together, and the owner introduces it, and this is what happens. Here's a little video that kind of uh, runs through the effort we, uh, we, that evolved over the last, uh, last five months or so. The Board of Governors approved the plan of expansion that will bring the National Hockey League franchise. This is too bad because I spent about three hours getting interviewed for this uh, video. And, they, and they, they took it down to three minutes or two and a half minutes. All right, are we ready for that video? Are we ready for the video? All right, let's roll it. We're getting close. Commissioner, do you got a quick second? We can, let's talk to the commissioner. And we are ready? All right, so we're ready. Are we ready? Oh, a few more minutes, a few more minutes. I'm, what are they saying? Down from 10. Oh, countdown, okay, so we're gonna do the countdown. Are you ready? Are you ready over there? All right, so Mr. Bill Foley is going to start it off. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And there you go. The Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, debacle. That that was that was about ten minutes long. I cut that into a minute there, but it that was, was so sad. They tried I felt so bad. They for tried. Them. They got to roll once, and then it just cut out like mid-video. Like, you realize for the history of the organization that's huge. until <laughs> until they if and ever they win a, a Stanley yeah, Cup. That's it. That's it right there. That is going to be played. Are so we many ready times. for the video? Do we, like and, we got and, the video. No? You know. Yeah. No. They're okay. going to go like you know 108 years like the the Chicago Cubs, <laughs> and this will be their goat. Yeah. Their, their curse, or this will be their Bambino like the Sox yeah, had. Of course. The curse of the video. It was like ten, literally ten minutes in between there. They played it and rolled for about thirty seconds, and like you heard there, can you imagine the guy who was in charge of that? Oh God, yeah. Like, and you can tell they were freaking he, out. He, he's it looking for work today. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> he. Are we ready for the video? He slumped no? over okay. drunk on some blackjack table. <laughs> I love. I even love that with that last. They had it ready to go. It, yeah. Like, in no, fact, no, screw the video. They might have put him Countdown. on a fl- They might have put him on a flight to Manchester. We might find him over at Boston Billiards and Casino. Oh yeah. They, they, here they, in Nashville. Halfway through that, he yeah. was gone. He was on the plane. Yeah. He was already. He was already on his way here. So if you see some like really sad, crying, <laughs> depressed guy Having with a, a Vegas Golden Knights jersey on him <laughs> yeah. over at the uh, Boston Billiards Club and Casino uh, here in Nashua, <laughs> give him a hug. <laughs> like it's all right, man. It's all right. You might have just cursed this team forever, but yeah. just give him a hug. He needs a hug, too. Yeah. And, and video it for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was just hilarious. I'm watching this like, you've got to be kidding me. Really? You can't, you can't hit play. All you got to do is hit play. Hit play. Hit the play button, not pause, play, and it'll be good. They couldn't figure Ten minutes. Ten minutes. They couldn't figure it out. It rolled once, stopped, 
and then they they tried to roll it again. Finally, they said, "Screw oh. it, just count, just do the countdown, do the countdown." The I love guy. I love the booze, the booze in the background of people sitting there like. What's going on here? You don't want to roll a video? You can't hit play on a video. People are like, boo, I don't want to listen to the commissioner. Come on now. Just play the video. Really? You couldn't figure that out? My God. How are you supposed to run an organization if you can't even play a video on a screen? Like, oh, come on. God, dude. I feel so bad. I do. But I think it's... I it is comical, think, though. It's awesome. I think they nailed the name, though. I really do think that Vegas well, Nights... Well, if you read the history cool. of it... Yes, they got. They had a nice little background to it. I, and it's got to play on words. Part of my know? ignorance. I mean, I should know this. I probably yeah. learned it a zillion times over in school. Like Nevada is the leading producer of gold. Yes, that's the in gold the, of the United gold. States, yes. the yep. state of Nevada. And it's funny because I think one of my uh, one of my buddies, uh, a, a guy I go to for some scoops, was play. He was having a little fun. Maybe he was uh, he was taking care of his Thanksgiving Eve drinks a, a night early. Yeah. yeah, so he's having a little fun for me, and he's like, "Hey." I got a scoop for you. This is what the name's going to be. And I was like, eh, it's going to be, I put a tweet out there. It's going to be the um, the Dark Knights. Yeah. And I said, but I don't trust this because I was told it couldn't be that because they, they wanted that originally and there was all sorts of rights things going yes. on. And of course, it was the Golden Knights. So I got slaughtered on Twitter, <laughs> deservedly so. Yeah. And I said, you know, I guess my source isn't golden. <laughs> uh, Pretty good. Yeah. But uh, you know what? I think it's cool. They, uh, I saw that my buddy Nate posted out on Facebook. He's like, why is it so hard? It's going to be Golden Knights because they're the leading producer yeah. of gold. Yeah. And then the Knights, you know, I guess. It's a, pl- it's a play. And, it, you know, they, they, on the Army. On well, the, the Army, army backer. The army, yeah, the Army yeah. backer. That's the original Bill thing. Foley went to West Point. Yes, that's yeah, the whole and, idea behind that. And that's that. where the emblem comes from. But when you really think about it, when you think of Vegas, Vegas Knights. It's yeah. all about the Vegas Knights. So it works. The play on words is perfect. doesn't yeah. get any better than that. So, and when they have an off night, we're going to call it the Vegas Hangover. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to use the, the whole golden part. Like, I think it's cool, <laughs> but no one's going to call them the Golden Knights. It's just going to be the Vegas Knights, period. End of story. Now, I, think, I think they nailed it, though. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, though. You know, we'll we'll talk about this a lot down the line, but it'll be interesting to see if they do it right. They can really have like if they get a good team first of all, yeah, yeah, which they could do because they are going to have a new revamped expansion draft, better than any of the ones they've had in the past. There's going to be a lot of good players available, um, and they're they're really excited about that. Also, though, if they get a good team and they really do it right, I mean, you could have a pretty good home advantage there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, think about it. Yeah. You're yeah. you're visiting team. You're in Vegas for two nights to play the Knights. Yeah, yeah. Like, you did. Yeah, we're just going to stay home in the uh, room and sit <laughs> in the iPad. Yeah. There's we're, nothing we're, to do in Vegas. We're going to watch film. Film yeah. all day, yeah. You know, there could be a lot of eight-nothing shellackings <laughs> there on team's first visits to Vegas. Back I'll just to put backs, it that all way. of that, yes. Yeah, you know. And they'll be like, well, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> That's that. So. Of course. But we got a great show in store for you. We will talk some hockey later. Uh, at the end of the second hour, we're going to get all hockey on you, as we usually do. We'll look back on the uh, the Bruins-Blues. Uh, tough loss there. Uh, Zanano Char, as the, the guys discussed, and Christian King went down with an injury. Undisclosed lower body injury. We'll probably never find out what that is. Uh, but I agree with uh, Tom King. I think that uh, Char is going to be out for a while. Uh, and we're really going to see how good these youngsters are <laughs> on the Bruins right now. Um, and then we'll talk to Joe Haggerty about that. And we'll look ahead a bit to Ottawa. And then we'll really get into the Ottawa Bruins game, which takes place tomorrow night, uh, Thanksgiving night, up in Ottawa. And I welcome on an old friend of mine, a dear friend uh, I got to know well when I was living in Montreal. He's now uh, he's from Ottawa, and he's back in Ottawa. And he's uh, working for TSN 1200 and NHL.com covering the Senators. Uh, his name is Chris Stevenson, and he will join us at the end of the second hour. But before that, 
We're going to welcome on Mario Magola coming right up in the Mario. next segment here. Super Mario with his uh, breakdown. Three Thursday games. To- is it three? Three or two, yeah, three Thursday games tomorrow. And then we'll also break down the Patriots-Jets, which uh, I did hear the guys saying, and I read about this too, the Jets have covered uh, something like seven straight. Hmm. Even though they've been heavy underdogs, they've covered like seven straight. So we'll break the game down for you with Mario. And then in the final seg, oh, we'll also make our NFL picks too, right after Mario's on. And then the final segment of the show. Ready to go. It's our man Gabriel Morenci. (laughs) To give you his yeah, picks babe. in college football and NFL. We weren't going to have him on because we're not on Friday. But I said, no. we got to have him. We I gotta... can't go into the weekend without talking to Gabriel Especially Marenzi. with the college football. Oh, Michigan, yeah. Ohio State. By the Come way, on Friday, now. too, is one of my favorite days of the year, too. Yeah, Leftover yeah. sandwiches and college football and hockey matinee. All day. <laughs> Do not bother me. It doesn't That's get any it. better than that. That's it. So uh, we got a great show in store for you again. We're off the air at 530 pregame for the Turkey Bowl and Turkey Bowl at 6. Stay with us here. The Stretch Run on ESPN New Hampshire. We'll be back. Can look awful scary. Papa's building something and has since history. But what he's building is still a mystery. Again, it's twisting, the shape convoluted. It don't have a function, but you better salute it. And it'll never be finished, but I guess that's the point. It gives them a filter and psychological ointment. Follow us on Instagram at ESPNNH. Welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy, Justin Sullivan, working the boards, and it's that time of week, a day early, where we talk to our man Mario Magola of Sportfolio.com. How are you, Mario? Doing well. It's uh, pretty much the best day of the year tomorrow, so it's, yeah. it's hard not to be excited today. It is. It's a great, uh, a great football day, even if you're a college football fan, too. Friday is uh, very appetizing as well. And uh, a lot of football on the on the plate here. Let's get right to it. We got three games tomorrow, and we're going to break down those. And then we're going to also, uh, for the local listeners, give our take on the Patriots Jets. Uh, let's get right into the twelve thirty game, my friend. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings Detroit Lions. What are we thinking? This was probably one of the two hardest games of the week for me. I went back and forth a bunch of times, and I'll, I'll start off by saying I I wanted to take Minnesota for the same reason why we wanted to take them past couple weeks, right? They were 5-0. Mm-hmm. and oh. They were clearly good enough to win a lot of games and just just kept chipping away at that record, just kept sinking further and further. Thankfully, and I say that uh, for the Lions because I am a big believer in, in breaking trends and then resetting, thankfully for the Lions, the Vikings won last week. They won in a big way, an impressive home victory. So that, that monkey's off their back now. They're, they're, they're back to 6-4. and four. They're, they're tied atop the division with the Lions. And now it's kind of an even game, and you get that with the sense that it's a two and a half to three point, you know, home favorite. It's it's pretty standard, right? So 
Now you actually have to dig into why do I have to convince myself out of the Vikings? Why do I finally give up on them? Which, which is what's going to happen for me. The Lions defense is playing much better. They've allowed 20 points or fewer in four consecutive games. And I have said it all year, and it doesn't take – believe me, you've heard it from other places too. The Vikings offense is horrible. Mm-hmm. They were, surprisingly, scoring 23 – let's call it 24 points per game in the beginning of the year, dropped down to only 17 points a game. And last week, their 30-point outing, which is by far the biggest in a while for them, came off of a defensive uh, – an interception return for a touchdown and a kickoff return for a touchdown. You take those 14 points off the board, they've scored 72 total points over five games. They are a really, really bad offense that was carried by a phenomenal defense. Now, the story is and has been with the Lions all season, they don't get off to a good start. They have trailed in the fourth quarter. This is amazing. All 10 games they've trailed in the fourth quarter. All 10 games have been decided by seven points or less. It's, it's unbelievable that a team can be 6-4 and four under those circumstances. So for me, and I, and I really don't like giving conditional picks, but this is going to be one. If the Lions jump out to an early lead, I, I don't think the Vikings have any ability to come back. They are, there's a lot of teams like this, but they are one of, one of nine teams that has zero game-winning drives this year, the Vikings. So Detroit gets ahead. They stay ahead. We saw what David Johnson could do. We saw what Jordan Howard could do. Theo Riddick is in line, if he's healthy, to have a nice day out of the backfield for, for the Lions. I actually think the Lions take this and, in a sense, run away. I don't see any team blowing out the Vikings big, but Detroit has the ability here to make a statement. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Are you, are you against me? Because i got to be honest, I've, I'm starting to believe that if you tell me I'm wrong, I need to start listening. No, no, no. Don't do that. Don't do You've that. You've done very good head-to-head uh, uh, with me. Uh, yeah, but it's all right. Don't do that. I'm, I'm not against you on this. I, I actually can definitely see your reasoning on it. Um, I just don't think it's going to be – I don't think it'll be a blowout. I, I don't think they pull away. I think it's a close one. But I just feel like – I feel like the Vikings might have got their mojo back. That's well, here's, my, here's my thing. I don't think – the Lions, and I could be wrong, but I don't think the Lions can win a close game against the Vikings right now. Okay, I so you think, think the only way they win is if it is. Basically. Now, I, yeah. but I think it's going to happen. I, I'm going to, you know, I, I don't want to make that pick somewhat of, like I said, conditional, but it's really not. I think Detroit gets ahead early and, and that, you know, this isn't a 20-point victory, but they hold the lead against a Vikings team that I don't think can come back. I think that's my big thing here. I don't think this will be a close game like we've seen where it's a nail-biter, but it's also not a, a runaway victory. All right. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Uh, let's look at the uh, the one I think a lot of people are really going to be tuned into. The turkey coma will just be setting in. You'll have to take an Irish coffee or two and, and wake up a bit for this because you do not want to miss this NFC East battle. I think the Redskins have more of a chance than people are giving them here, at least to cover the seven points that I'm looking at. Maybe not win, but at least to cover the seven points. I think it's going to be an old-school Skins-Cowboys battle that I grew up watching when I was a kid. You know, John Riggins and Tony Dorsett and all those guys. I I think we're going old-school here, and we're going to have a grinding-type game. I could not agree more. You see what Washington did last week against the Packers, and there's a really big inclination to jump on board with them, which I always, I always warn against, uh, but also jump on board with their offense and think that this is going to be some shootout like we saw with Pittsburgh and Dallas. I do not think that's happening at all. I actually I couldn't agree with that statement more. This is going to be one of those I, I, somewhat low scoring. I mean, these are two very good offenses, but lower end of the scale, close back and forth game, and seven points. 
is just completely disrespectful to, to the Redskins. I know, you know, again, I cautioned about it last week. I don't like to really flip sides and buy into a team after a couple big wins, and no win was bigger than Sunday night mm-hmm. against the Packers. But this is a very, very good Washington team, a division opponent who, by the way, these two teams are combined 14-1-1 and since week three. They have one loss since week three. So to give seven points to a division team that is playing as hot as the Redskins are with the second-best offense in the league, which is something I love when I'm getting that many points because you figure even if Dallas scores, Washington can catch up, can compete throughout. And you're playing against – by the way, the reason this, this spread is so big is because we keep talking about when is Dallas going to stumble? When are they going to trip up? And right. you look at their schedule and you try to find a loss, because however good a team is, 15-1 and one is, is very unlikely for anybody. You look at Dallas, you look at their schedule, this is probably the hardest game they have, or they have had for a while, outside of Pittsburgh, which I would argue they lost that game. Obviously the score doesn't, doesn't indicate right. that. And Philadelphia, who they were trailing by 10 in the fourth quarter. This is like the best of both worlds for for. Washington. They yeah. have a better offense than Pittsburgh did, and they're a division team. So, I I really I, I'm with you. I want to say that Washington's going to win this game because I think that Dallas has to has to slip up, and Washington has the best chance to do it. However, that run defense of Washington is so bad, and Dallas's run run game is what has carried them so far. I don't see I don't see Dallas losing at home outright, but I also feel very strongly on taking the seven points with Washington. I think that's, that's a great number for the Redskins. I, I could see a field goal game. Exactly. Maybe even OT. You never know. Uh, and, you know, it's another test for, for Prescott to pass here. I mean, it's like, you know, how, how many tests does he have to pass before right. he's proven himself? I think he's proven himself. But this is another test because this is, this is Thanksgiving Day. Right. You know, this is, this is a tradition-type game. This is, this is one that everyone's sitting around focused in on. And the whole world's watching, even if you're not a football fan, it's that type of game where, like, right. you know, it's on in the background. And, you know, maybe uh, maybe Auntie, uh, Auntie Die there, who's not the biggest football fan, is going to be like, ooh, who's this Prescott guy? You and, know? and the best part about it is Dallas is that team that gets people to the TV. Exactly. So, so this, this is one you schedule dinner around. Let's put it that way. Exactly. So I, I'm, I'm stoked for this game. Um, I'm with you. I, 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 the skins keep it close. Do they pull out the win? I Probably not, so. but they, they, they keep it close. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a great game. All of a sudden, this next game, and I don't know if you had to alter it right before you came on, uh, <laughs> has a whole new taste to it. The Pittsburgh Steelers in Indianapolis, um, and pretty much Indianapolis looks like they're toast now. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have to alter it before I came on. I had to alter it before I posted my column. And, and by the way, when I just refreshed the, the page I'm looking at, was all right. So I when I got in here, sorry to cut you off. I got in here yep. twenty five minutes ago. It was at six and a half. Okay. okay? And, and uh, excuse me, it was at four and a half. Pittsburgh, I had, and then it, it went to six and a half, and now it's eight. It, it has been all over the place. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I, I I wrote my article, had everything ready to go at Pittsburgh. I think they were minus two and a half to three. Okay. Mm-hmm. By the time I sent out a tweet saying that the article was almost finished, it was at 10. Oh, my God. 10 points is an outrageous move from obvious – and it's clear. It's because Andrew Luck – and by the way, I have not yet seen officially that Andrew Luck is out. No, it's official. ESPN's it official. got it right okay. now, yep. And I was going to say, like, 
at this point, we're going to count them out. Oh yeah, I'm not sure um, who had it first, so I, I can't I can't credit enough. anyone now. But we're looking at ESPN on the TV, and it was it's just big bold. Andrew Luck is out. Okay. So 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 yeah, I mean it it, it jumped, and it's obviously clear why it jumped. But here's the here's the the real story behind that spread. I was taking Pittsburgh at two and a half or three, whatever it was. But I was me too. I was pretty scared about that number. That looked like it might have been a trap game. Yep. Just by the small number, Pittsburgh, they did beat the Browns, but let's be very fair. They did not look good against the Browns. They were, I, I mean, the final score, I think they won by 15. It was two touchdowns, one of them, you know, two-point conversion away. Uh, but it was a defensive touchdown that got them there. They were actually only one score away deep into the fourth quarter. So they didn't look great against Cleveland. This looks like it might have been a trap. And then jumping that spread to 10, now it's, it's been anywhere from 8 to 9 I've seen. I think it is 8 right now. That's an immediate panic move by setting the number low for the potential trap and then realizing, oh, my God, we, gotta, we have to capture this. Andrew Luck is out. So mm-hmm. the very, very long story short on this, I like Pittsburgh already. I like them even more right now. I can't fathom a way that the Colts win. Of course it could happen. This is football. It is the NFL in a primetime game. But the Steelers, after missing the chance for a statement win last week, this is, this is the time. Oh, yeah. So. I mean, I think Bell is just going to shred that Me Colts too. defense. I mean, this is a horrible Colts defense. Oh. They are horrible. I mean, you know, given the fact that this guy, he, he's what? Well, I forget what the percentage was I, I saw or the in the yards he gets after first contact. And it's insane. He's right. like, what is he? One of the best. One of the best ever, right? I mean, he's he's also when you watch him, he's the most patient. And most creative running back I can remember in a very – he looks like Barry Sanders, honestly, except he probably makes less contact than Barry Sanders did. Like, our, our, he, our, our crack intern staff here, uh, our, our, these, these gorgeous blondes we have here along the side here. No, it's just Sully. He just, uh, he just cut the uh, stats here. It's 4.5 yards after contact. It's amazing. And he's done so many more where he just and breaks And he doesn't get touched either. It's yeah. not like he's plowing through people. Oh, no. And it's so, so it's like, it's like, you know, when though you had that running back that was unstoppable in Madden or Tech Mobile, like right. a Bo Jackson, you know? Right. You know, he's dry. By the way, those commercials are awesome. I do love them, too. Oh, man. I mean, you hear the theme song when I come on. Yeah. Really, you know, and then you see the one when, um, when Bosworth gets in the car with him? Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> it's classic stuff. They're very stuff. clever. Yeah. And, and I, always, I, I stop to watch them every time. They, they are enjoyable. Hey, speaking of breaking uh, into open field there, what was your ta- uh, your take on that DeAndre Hopkins no touchdown uh, call? I, I thought that was BS. You know, even watching it live, and I, and I had the Texans, and I was furious about a number of those calls, and I am not one that gets mad about, about uh, missed calls. Right. I didn't like that they whistled the dead. I would have liked it to be reviewed. I, still, I think they still would have called him out of bounds after the review. You do, it, huh? It, it, only because— Because of the heel? It's, it's, personally, I, I don't think he was out of bounds. I think his heel was up. That's but what I, I think. I mean, if a I guy's tiptoeing down the sideline, his right. heel's up. But if you're reviewing that play, yeah. it's really hard to say that, that that's true. Like, we know that because we're using some Especially if the league it. wants Oakland to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> even trying to, to, to take any other angle. I Just looking at it black and white. It makes sense that his, that his heel was up, but it also is very hard to prove that on video. I, I think they would have called him out of bounds. It, it drove me crazy. I was more angry about the, the fourth and inches that was that was reviewed. Oh yeah, and wasn't. I yeah. mean, that was there was like, that was a tipping point for yeah, me. Yeah, there was a lot of questionable stuff going. Yeah, on. And, and I think that's true. Too. I I think 
the league would like like nothing more than a Raiders Cowboys Super Bowl. You know, just either, rejuvenating either those, those markets. Points. Are you kidding right. me? They would go insane. They don't want the Patriots there. No, not over. I, and the funny thing is, everyone compares Oakland. Uh, you compare every AFC team to to the Patriots. Right. There's not a better team in the AFC than the Patriots. No. And and it's not worth it's not worth pretending. And here's that. the thing. Um, and I don't know if you've noticed this uh, over the years. I mean, especially over I'd say like the last seven to ten years. There's a team like that that we've seen sort of build, right, and, yep. and get to the point where they finally make the playoffs, all right? And, and, and you know they're going to be a good team for a while. They've got a good young core. Yep. But then they're like, they don't know what to do. It's a whole different element. It's a whole different beast when they get to the playoffs, and it's almost like, hmm, wh- why are we here? Uh, oh, boy. what do I? And, they, and you know, they just make bad mistakes. And I see that maybe happen to Oakland where they could be one and out. I really do. I see that actually happening where they do win a game or two in the playoffs and then get blown out later on. Oh, okay. Like, like it actually carries out a little bit longer. Like, Maybe just because you know, the AFC is so weak. Right, and that's the thing. I mean, yeah. even, even in baseball, you look at a team like the Mets last year, like they, they it, tore through yeah. the National League. They swept the Cubs. Yeah. Only to then get basically stomped by the Royals. Like, yeah. a team catches fire, and I do think they, they get a little bit. That momentum carries a little bit. But, yeah, no, you're right. Like, by the end... When you run into New England in, in January, I don't care how hot you are. I don't care how good you are. You need to be great and perfect. I so. agree. I agree, my friend. Well, listen, you got big plans for Thanksgiving tomorrow? Watching the games, going to family, back and forth. My, my parents' house and uh, my wife's cousin's house. So. All right. You'd be back working the DVR then, eh? Yeah. No, no, no. Fo- please. Football will be on everywhere. All right. Good stuff. Good yep. stuff, my man. Well, tonight tonight's a night for me, too. You've got uh, 13 hockey games on tonight. You know I'm a hockey guy. I'm like... I'm so excited right now. So it's like all this hockey tonight, this football tomorrow and Friday and Saturday. And so it's, it's just it's a, it's a sports fan's dream weekend. It's the best. You want one quick comment on the Jets and Patriots? Oh, yeah. Jeez, can't believe we almost forgot that. Really, Quickly. really hard for the Patriots to try to cover this back-to-back really huge spreads on the road against, a, let's be fair, a very bad Jets team, but it's mm-hmm. a division team that does play them well. You and you saw that sports, stat I sent. Yeah, and you're right. I think they're five zero and one in the last six games against the spread, the Jets against the Patriots. This is going to be one of those like exactly seven or eight point games. Patriots are going to win, but yeah. it's hard to think that Brian Fitzpatrick doesn't give them something to keep them in the game late, even if it's a, a just a late touchdown to make it close. Yeah, whatever. We're going to squash them. <laughs> it's, it's not going to be close. It's, it's not going to be close during the game. Might end up close, no, I'm right? with you. I, I think so, it's like, yeah, 8 to 10 points. We'll see yeah. what happens. All right, my friend, Mario, happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. We'll talk to you next week. You too. All Thank right, so Mario Magola of Sportfolio.com. See, I have such a good time talking with him. I forgot about the Pats Jets. But I'm sure we'll get into that with Gabriel Morenci, and uh, there'll be plenty of Pats Jets talk throughout the show. And uh, we are headed to our NFL picture. I have found the stats. Yeah, I'm not happy. <laughs> I've made a hell of a comeback. <laughs> you were at 500. You're 60 and 60. Mm. And I am now a 59 and 61. Let the Murph come oh back. Continue. I'm just gonna, we'll be back I'm here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire. Stay with us. Turns this fall with Thursday night, Monday night, and Sunday night football right here on 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's home for the NFL.
Welcome back to the Stretch Run here on ESPN New Hampshire. I'm your host, Jimmy Murphy, Justin Sullivan, working the boards. And it's time for our NFL picks here on Thanksgiving Eve 2016. We got three games tomorrow. Let's get right into it. What do we got, Sully? Who are you liking in the first game there? The Minnesota Vikings head to Motown. Take on their... You have my picks. Oh, I got them already. There we go. NFL sent... Uh, the NFC Central Division rivals, they yeah. faced each other many times in this day. And uh, who you like coming out of this one? Uh, Minnesota. Give me the Vikes. And we got, what do you have them at there? I've got them at two and a half. Yeah, I have them two and a half. Yep. Okay, so I'm going to go with the Vikes plus two and a half. I don't know how they're favored. I mean, underdogs. Yeah, favorite. exactly. That's I, I looked at that and I kind of laughed. I said, no brainer. No yep. brainer, give me the so, Vikes. I'm going mini Plus two and a half, you are as well. The Redskins, seven-point underdogs at the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> uh, as we said uh, with uh, with Mario, this is a you know this has the potential to be a real grinding Stupid. game, tight game. I, I'd say got to take the points here. Yeah, I'm taking the points too. Give me the, give and, me the Redskins. And that's nothing against Dak. That's not, I love Prescott. I love my yeah. boys. You know yeah. that. I'm I'm big on Dak Prescott, but seven and a half. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Not gonna happen. So we're going with the. Uh, we both have the skins there. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers face off against the Indianapolis luckless Colts. Yes. They're out of luck. I love the Steelers in this one. Absolutely. Pittsburgh. Like I said, <laughs> I think Bell runs all over this defense. I think he would have done what it even it? with Andrew what Luck the, there. What's the Colts without Andrew Luck? What are the Colts without him? They're nothing. Exactly. They're boring. <laughs> I just The Colts are the most there's overrated no they, team ever. There's no way they could cover eight points without him. No, yeah. no chance. We both like the Steelers. Minus eight. Too bad we couldn't have got that spread. It was like three and a half before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yep. Uh, but we both take the Steelers there. Okay. Let's go into Sunday, a one o'clock game. The Houston Texans fresh off getting royally, you know what, on Monday Night Football in Mexico. And they're going to come back in. And they're hosting the San Diego Chargers. They are one and a half point underdogs yes. at home. Yes. Who are you liking? Give me Houston. Houston's going to come back angry. They know they got screwed. Come on now. Houston. All right. I'm going to actually go with my Superchargers, and don't you dare play the song. <laughs> I was going to do it. I was going to ask you before I had to choose them or not. Don't jinx them. I'm going with the Chargers on the road. Uh, minus one and a half. Ironically, the Texans are in the playoffs if it ended right now, and the Chargers are not, but the Chargers are favored. Interesting hmm. stuff there for sure. Tennessee Titans head into the Midway City, into Chicago and Soldier Field where they are four-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road against the Chicago Bears. Who do you like? Uh, I have the Titans. Give me the Titans. I just think the Bears are so bad. Cutler not playing. Uh, there's a lot of things no, going against the Bears right better. now. That makes them better. I know, but still, there's a lot of things going against the Bears right now. Give me the Titans. I'm going to go the other way, my friend. Hmm. I'm going with da the Bears. The, the da Bears. Because, I don't know, because I just got this weird feeling. Uh, they they rally when, when Cutler's out of the lineup. They hate him that much. <laughs> They, they stink, but yes. they, they, they play above their capabilities because the worst person ever playing in the NFL is out of well, line. Well, I'll take that difference because <laughs> I need it right now. All right, so there we go. Uh, you've got the Titans. I've got the Bears. Uh, Jacksonville heads into Buffalo um, for some... What did uh, Christian call it? Butt, butt chugging? A butt chug, yes. A butt chug, that's yes. A, that's, uh, a, that's a thing now. Hopefully nobody does that and ends up in jail. <laughs> Uh, the Jaguars, who probably have done too much butt-chugging themselves, are seven-and-a-half-point underdogs yes. to the Buffalo Bills. Who do you like? They will continue to take butt-chugs. Buffalo will handle them. 
Okay, I am going to say the same. Bills minus seven and a half. As much as I can't stand Rex Ryan. I don't like that hook. Yeah, it's a little much, too. You know what? No. Because of that hook, I'm going with the Going the other way. Okay. Jags plus seven and a half. Uh, You've got the Bills minus seven and a half. We stay in the one o'clock hour. The Cincinnati Bungles face off against a division rival in Baltimore. They are four-point underdogs to the Ravens. Who you like? I'm taking the points in Cincinnati. Ooh, you, you, twice you've taken Cincinnati. Yes. Yep. I don't know why, but I continue to do it. I continue to All bang right. my head against the wall. I like the Ravens With minus that undisciplined four. team. You've got the Bungles plus four. Uh, we go into one o'clock still. A lot of one o'clocks this week. Yep. Ooh, wow. Still got a, quite a few there. Arizona is at Atlanta. At the Georgia Dome. They are four-point underdogs to the Falcons. Who you liking? Fly, Falcons, fly. Give me ATL. Okay, I'm with you on that. I like the Falcons. Uh, minus four. Actually, wait. Falcons coming off a of bye, eh? Oh. oh. I'm taking the cards. I'm, st- I'm still going with the Falcons. I'm right, still I'm, cards I'm hanging there. Plus four. Falcons. Are we're gonna minus. really we're gonna really find out about this bye. We're oh, really yeah. gonna figure this out here. Yeah, we we nailed this. Right All right, here, here we go. The Niners uh, head to Miami, yeah. uh, where Doug Flutie was throwing hail marys 32 years ago today. Uh, except in a different building, yes. they are not in the uh, dump, aka the Orange Bowl <laughs> anymore. They are at I don't even know what it's called now. You, Sun Life. Sun Life. There yes. we go. They, and the Dolphins are seven and a half point home favorites over the 49ers. Who do you like? Give me the points in the San Francisco 49ers. I, I'm not going to say I was impressed last week, but I think they played well enough against the Patriots to prove to me that they can take care of and cover the, you know, okay. get the points here in Miami. I'm going the other way, my friend. Even though Miami's hot, it's got to it's gotta end eventually because uh, I don't yeah, think Miami's that good. I, I, really think, I think Miami's on a roll, and yeah. I, I think they beat the Patriots in the last game of the year. Hmm. That's my call. Uh, but we'll get to that when we get to that. The yeah. L.A. Rams cross the country and go into New Orleans. And uh, they face the New Orleans Saints, who are seven-point favorites in this game. Who do you like? Hmm. Did I forget to write this one down? I think I did. I think I'm going with New Orleans. I'm going with New Orleans. I'm I'm going with the Saints Saints, as well. Minus seven. Jared Goff goes to (laughs) 0-2. The New York football giants are in Cleveland. Yeah. (laughs) Can we stop hearing that commercial on this channel, too? Uh, Cleveland's a city of champions. Like, enough. (laughs) Enough. Somebody <laughs> win a championship to prove that wrong, please. Uh, yeah. uh, well, they already did, right? The Cubs did, yeah. so we, we can get rid of it. But uh, the Browns are seven-point underdogs to the G-Men. Who are you liking? Not, yeah, Giants. The The Browns will not. I My prediction right now, the Browns will not win a game this year. I think they're going to go wow. 0-16. I really do. I, I thought their shot was earlier in the year, and they missed it. So. All right. We are finally in the 4 o'clocks here. The Seattle Seahawks. Look to continue their hot streak. They are six-point favorites on the road against the upstart Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Jamison Winston. Yes, give me the Bucs again. They helped me last week. They're going to do it this week. Six and a half or six points there. Yeah, give me the Bucs. Okay, I'm going the other way. Seahawks. Home dog. Minus six. The Bucs plus six for you. Uh, let's go to Oakland. Hmm. Fresh off their lucky win where they paid off the refs in Mexico. Uh, the Mexican yeah. cartel ruled that game. Uh, the Oakland Raiders are minus three over the Carolina Panthers. Oakland, no Luke Keekley. And that's that's the end of it right there for me, Oakland. Yeah, sad stuff. It's, it's uh, terrible. Raiders minus three, I'm with you. Raiders minus 
three. We go to your New England Patriots. Yeah. Minus. Now it's at seven and a half. It was just at seven. Minus seven and a half over the New York J-E-T-S. Sucks, sucks, sucks. 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 Yeah. Who do you uh, like? I don't know. I, I wasn't impressed with the Pats last week. I, I really wasn't. Coming off of a, a, a loss there, I thought they would have went in there and took care of business or really took care of business. Uh, I, I still got to go with the Pats, though. Me I think too. I think this is the year they, they just demolish them. I think this is, yeah. I think they're going to take care of business The Jets there. are in disarray. You know. I, but I liked Mario's point, though, that Fitzpatrick, late in a late game, they might score. I mean, it happened last week. They scored. A, they let up a late touchdown late in the game. It didn't matter. But for the spread, it, you know, that yeah. had an effect we'll there. We'll see. But I'm uh, going with my Pats. I'm going with the Pats, too. The KC Ch- Kansas City Chiefs yeah. head to Mile High to take on AFC West rival Denver Broncos. The Broncos are minus three favorites at home. Give me the donkeys. Give you me the Broncos. The donkeys. I'm going with the Chiefs mm. to bounce back. Wow. Plus in, in Denver? Three. In, in mile Denver? high. Mm. You've got the Donkeys minus three. And then we go to the exposed Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers head into the city of not so brotherly love to take on the Eagles. The Eagles are minus four favorites at home in this one. Eagles. Yeah, fly, Eagles, fly. Give me the Eagles. I, I'm right there with you. Green Bay is the most overrated team this league. I'm not sorry. So long. I'm sorry. They're, just, they're, <laughs> it, it, they're it, not that good. They're not. It's setting in now to people that they are not good. Aaron Rodgers is talented, but that's so there that, we go. not that good. Those really. are our picks. We're going to go and we're going to uh, – we got some Bill Belichick in the next segment. Oh, yeah. We've got some fun stuff we can play for Thanksgiving. I yeah. think I had a little clip from South Park for us. Yes, yeah, we, we have We're going to have some fun in little, the next A little segment. fun, yes. So stay with us here on the stretch run on ESPN New Hampshire, Thanksgiving Eve. We'll be back. We were both too tired to sleep, so we took turns staring through the window at the darkness till boredom overtook us and he commenced to speak. He said, son, I've made a life. Out of reading people's faces And knowing what their cards were By the way they held their eyes And if you don't mind my saying I would say you're out of aces And for one taste of your whiskey I will give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bummed a cigarette Then he bummed a light the night got deathly quiet and his face lost all expression. He said, if you're going to play the game, boy, you better learn to play it right. Because every gambler knows that the secret to survival is knowing what to throw away. ESPNNHradio.com. This is the most beautiful 